You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Thursday. Thanks for joining me today as we pursue God together in this new year. And uh, can I just take a moment and invite you to join us at an Eastside campus this weekend as we launch our new series, Recalibrate. I'm so excited about it. This is a great time for us to recalibrate in many areas of our lives, but especially spiritually. And listen, if you've had a friend who you've been trying to point to the light of Jesus, I'm telling you, there couldn't be a better series to invite them to. Now, this week, we're unpacking principles from the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 3 on the power of personally stretching goals. I believe in goals. We've already learned this week from Paul that you must start by assessing where you are. Then you forget where you've been, your your failures and successes. Today, Paul teaches us to envision where you want to be. He says in Philippians 3, 13 and 14, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal, he says. This one thing I do. He doesn't say these 40 things I dabble in. Paul's goal was very clear in his mind. But many of us are kind of fuzzy about our goals, aren't we? We just have so many choices, so many options that we can pursue, and we get distracted by things that really aren't bad, aren't evil or illegal, just things that are not what's most ultimately important. A number of years ago, I was at a time management seminar, and the instructor was trying to help us clarify what was most important to us in life. And he said, let's pretend there's a a 140-foot I-beam laying on the ground that's just nine inches wide. And on top of the beam, the the top of the beam is just 12 inches off the ground. And he said, let's say I'm standing at one end with a $100 bill and you're standing at the other. How many of you would be willing to come get that $100 bill if all he had to do was walk across the I-beam to have it? Well, everybody raised their hand. Then he said, let's hook that I-beam up to a helicopter and lift it up between the twin towers of the World Trade Center in New York City, which, of course, this is at a time when those were still standing. He said, they're about 138 feet apart. Now, because of this long expanse, the I-beam is sagging a little bit. It's windy at that altitude. There's snow and sleet coming down. He said, how many of you would walk across the I-beam now for $100? Well, nobody raised their hand, of course. He said, how about for $1,000? Nobody raised their hand. How about $10,000? Again, nobody raised their hand. Then he pointed to a woman in the class and he said, hey, do you have any kids? And she said, I have a two-year-old. He said, what if I was holding your two-year-old on the other end of that I-beam? Would you be willing to come then? She said, I would run across that beam. And then the instructor said, What you're willing to walk across the I-beam for tells you what your priorities are. Friends, that reduces it down pretty quickly, doesn't it? I've thought a lot about that, what I would be willing to walk across the I-beam for, and I've concluded there's only three things. I'd walk across that I-beam for any member of my family. (laughs) I'm not sure I'd walk across for any of you, but I would run across for my family. Number two, I'd walk across that I-beam if God asked me to. I want to live my life in such a way that I'd be willing to do anything God asked me to do. 
And number three, I'd walk across that I-beam if there was a spiritually lost person on the other side who needed hope and their eternity was hanging in the balance. Because that's what matters. Now for me, when I clarify those things, these priorities means there's a lot of good things in my life that I'm not going to invest my time or my energy or my resources in. They won't show up on my calendar. They don't show up in my budget. Someone said great leaders are great eliminators. People with personally stretching goals have to learn to say no to many good things in order to say yes to the most important things. God, that's my hope for all of us in this new year, that we'll be people who say yes to that which is most important. And I pray that each of us will take some time to think about what is most important to us in this new year. What's important to you? And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we'll catch you tomorrow. It'll be Friday. See you then.